0: And coming up this afternoon, ahead of the 2024 budget presentation today, calls intensify for government to review e-levy to bring some relief to Ghanaians. We hear from the finance lecturer at the Andrews University, Professor williams Pippa. Also, total value of secured loans granted and registered by banks and specialized deposit-taking institutions in the third quarter of 2023, estimated at 5.5 billion CDs. Details right here, right now, on the Joy Business Report. Thanks for joining us, everyone. The Joy Business Report at One is brought to you by Ecobank, the pan-African bank. As we await the 2024 budget presentation today, finance lecturer at the Andes University in the U.S., Professor Williams-Pepa has advised government to view the electronic transaction levy. According to him, the levy can be directly placed on profits of telecom companies.
1: So, in my view, if the government changes the process that instead of the the sender making the payment, the telcos will have to make the payments. So that one percent should come from the the revenue that the telcos are generating. So it becomes free to the one who is sending the money. So in that case, that is what I'm saying, that okay. people will be very happy that you move it from the, the the one sending the money back to the operator of the, the electronic levy. Let it be um um uh, part of the cost build up or a tax
0: charge to the telco but not to the one sending the money finance lecturer at the andrews university in the u.s professor williams our dean of the school of business at the university of cape coast professor john Gache, has appealed to government to not overburden Ghanaians with new taxes in the quest to meet imf conditionalities
1: we have to raise revenue and we also need to manage our expenditure But we cannot raise revenue uh, in a manner that will uh, become disincentive to consumption, become disincentive to building a, a proper business environment at best. Uh, we can use fiscal tools to make the environment is in- incentive. Uh, we can also use fiscal tools uh, as a balance between meeting government revenue targets or program and also
0: creating incentive for the business environment. And this will come by through engagement with the business community. That was uh, Dean of the School of Business at the University of Cape Coast, Professor John Gachi. Now, the total value of secured loans granted and registered by banks and specialized deposit-taking institutions in the third quarter of 2023 was estimated at 5.5 billion cities. This is relative to 8.1 billion cities recorded in quarter three of 2022, indicating a decrease of 32.7% on year-on-year terms. You are listening to Joy 99.7 FM. We are taking you now live to Parliament where the Finance Minister is about to present the 2024 budget.
1: The Republic of Ghana in Section 21.3 of the PFM Act 2016 of Act 9.21. I respectfully Mr. Speaker, I present to you the budget statement and economic policy of government for 2024 financial year. Mr. Speaker, I beg to move that this august House approves the financial policy of the Government of Ghana for the year ending 31st December 2024. Respectively, I also submit to this Honorable House the following statutory reports. The 2023 Annual Report on the Petroleum Funds in line with Section 48 of the Petroleum Revenue Management Act 2011 Act 815 as amended and the 2023 Report on the Utilization of the African Union Levies to Section 7 of the African Union Import Levies Act 2017, Act 952. Mr. Speaker, this budget is an abridged version of the 2024 Budget Statement and Economic Policy of Government. We have also developed a more detailed update on sectorial performance in a Volume 2 document. I request the Hansa Department to kindly capture this document as the Budget Statement and Economic Policy of Government for the financial year 2024. Mr. Speaker, I stand here today to present the 2024 budget which seeks to advance us on the path towards fiscal consolidation, macro stability and growth that began a year ago. Mr. Speaker, I first want to take the opportunity to express immense appreciation to His Excellent the President for the privilege to present the national budget on his behalf over the past seven years. More importantly, I want to express my profound gratitude to God for the grace, mercy, and favor toward our nation. Together with the psalmist, let us say, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Psalm 103, 1 to 2, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, I also wish to express my deep appreciation to you, right Honorable Speaker, and the Honorable Members of, for their support over the years, we have not only agreed, but we also eventually find common ground in the interests of the Republic and and as we share in this collaboration, which will continue. Mr. Speaker, almost a year ago on Thursday 24th, November 2022, I presented the 2023 budget and, as always, gave an honest and forthright update on the economy highlighting the extent of the challenges facing our country. Indeed, a month before, His Excellency the President also pointed out that never have so many malvolent forces come together in a perfect storm to impact our lives so dramatically. Key macro indicators then were uninspiring. Against that backdrop, I then presented government's plan of recovery, focusing on restoring macroeconomic stability, coordinating an equitable debt operation program, ensuring that the vulnerable are well protected, negotiating a strong IMF program, a strong private sector growth agenda, and attracting significant green investments to promote growth. Mr. Speaker, in two out of the last seven years, 2020 to 2022, the Ghanaian economy has faced challenges. The economy, growing at an average of 7% with a single-digit inflation, declining interest rates and a stabilizing currency, suffered an unforeseen shocks like many other economies. GDP growth slumped from 6.5% in 2019 to 0.5% in 2020 as the lockdown and closure of businesses and the ports had a devastating effect on the economy, triggering cost-of-living crises that has made lives difficult for the Ghanaian people. Though better than Bruce, we are not broken and our resilience is manifesting. Mr. Speaker, we also saw the damaging effect that the economic downturn had on Ghana's already stretched revenues. This was even made worse by the additional expenditures that were required during the COVID-19 pandemic to ensure that life and livelihoods were protected. Mr. Speaker, 2020 was also in an election year, the first-ever election in the Fourth Republic with zero donor funding. However, government sensitivity to our people was remarkable. No layoffs in the public service. Salaries were dutifully paid over the year. Free water and electricity for the entire population was provided, especially the lifeline consumers. Indeed. Entrepreneurship was not ignored, as this house passed a 600 million bus program for GEA, which was effectively deployed. Mr. Speaker, permit me to clarify that the disruption to our macroeconomic path over the last few years was not peculiar to Ghana. The global disruption to supply chains, adjustments to new forms of work, and shifts in demand pursued some of the most cataclysmic effects on inflation and growth worldwide. This set of the worst form of global cost of living crisis since World War II. We turned the corner when in record time we completed the IMF's review of six performance criteria, three indicative targets, and three structural benchmarks. Our task now and in the medium term is twofold. To maintain stability and to keep on growing, we are determined to remain on the course of increased growth, currency stability, and disinflation over the medium term. Our future growth prospects are certainly brighter, and I'm confident that this budget, this victory budget, this income budget, would ensure that we boldly walk on a sustainable path towards creating decent jobs and wealth for our people. For with national dedication, the Lord will continue to give us treasures from dark places and hidden riches in secret places. Mr. Speaker, our promise to all stakeholders, in particular to the people of Ghana, is that the Kufwaadu government is determined to maintain the discipline, compassion, and creativity required to keep the economy stable and maintain the robust growth. Mr. Speaker, today I accordingly present the 2024 budget to set out the broad medium-term policy framework underpinning our approach towards recovery and stability with growth, among other things. It provides a pathway towards fiscal consolidation and macro stability. It sets out the new debt sustainability path after the excruciating domestic debt operation with aftershocks on the financial sector. It outlines the policy priorities underpinning the, the five-year growth strategy will focus on selected initiatives over the next fourteen months. It comes just after the successful first review of the three-year, three billion dollar IMF ECF program, where we reach a staff-level agreement on Ghana's performance, emitting the six QPCs, three indicative targets and three stretch-up benchmarks. In the U.S., Mr. Speaker, inflation surged from a low of 1.8% in 2019 to 6.5% by 2022, and is currently at 3.7%. We have seen this reflect in interest rate decisions by the U.S. Federal Reserve and also in benchmark yields. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury instrument is currently at 4.6%, compared to 1.4% two years ago. This is an economy whose currency is a global reserve currency. We see similar trends in the Eurozone and also in the UK. Inflation in the UK, Mr. Speaker, was 1.7% in 2019 and recorded at 11.1% in October 2022, a 41-year high. Mr. Speaker, in the media review, I informed the House that we had started turning the corner. Today, it is evident that we turned the corner when inflation started when inflation started declining from 54.1% in December 2022 to 35.2% in October 2023. We turned the corner, Mr. Speaker. By a one projected growth, the economy galloped at a remarkable pace and clocked an average of 3.2 percent growth in the first two quarters of this year. We turned the corner when the currency had been under severe pressure over the past two years, depreciated by a modest 6.4 percent in the past nine months compared to 53.9 percent a period in 2022. The performance of the city is also a reflection of the fact that confidence is back, revenues have improved, and that the recovery is indeed real and is here to stay. We turned the corner when companies started going back to the job markets to hire workers. We turned the corner when international credit rating agencies, which have not been favourable to Ghana in recent years, started being positive about the economy. And we turned the corner when the banking industry sat a record and reports a profit after tax growth of 43.8% of 6.2 billion this half year. All of this, Mr. Speaker, the- Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva RAM 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram hemos una marca registrada la FCA US LLC.